Hello, welcome to Wide Left Sports. Today I am joined by MSUB girls basketball coach Kevin Wooden. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, Mitch. Thanks. Awesome. So, you know, I always kind of like to start this out. You've been at MSUB for 19 years. So what drew you to MSUB and made you want to, you know, stay and make your career? Well, I, I've always enjoyed uh, teaching and coaching. It's, you know, I did it for 17 years at the high school level, seven in Washington uh, at an all boys school in downtown Seattle called O'Day. And then I went to uh, Billings West where I coached and taught mathematics there for 10 years. And then um, just having the opportunity to maybe try coaching at the collegiate level. Um, I was lucky that um, an opportunity came up at MSU Billings where I didn't have to uh, potentially move my family. I, I mean, we were rooted in Billings already like the community. And um, so I was uh, fortunate to, to get this position and just move from high school to college. I, I've enjoyed both levels very much. That's awesome. And I did read your, uh, you've obviously been successful at MSUB, but you were also successful at West. So what was it like to transition from high school to college? You know, the transition from a basket, pure basketball standpoint wasn't uh, too different. I mean, once you're coaching in season, you know, you're scouting, preparing opponents, obviously travel and number of games increases uh, at the collegiate level. But then your other hours of the job change. You know, if you're also a high school teacher, then you're you're focusing on your uh, math lessons and doing that part of your career. But uh, the uh, the whole things of uh, budget, staff development, um, recruiting, uh, all of the things that go into a, a collegiate job, uh, just, you know, we're, we're new from a head coaching standpoint. So, um, but it was something that I wanted to try and I'm, I'm really, really glad I do. And I, I continue to uh, feel like I, I need to keep improving and uh, each, each year it, there's always new challenges there, but uh, it's definitely a, a career choice that uh, has uh, been awesome for me. For sure. For sure. So then, you know, MSU or MSUB, excuse me, plays in the GNAC. So what is the like landscape of that? Cause it can be, there's a lot of travel involved, I guess is what I'm trying to say. So how does the school and how do you help your team get prepared for all that travel? Yeah. I mean, division two is a great thing. First of all, I feel it balances um, athletics and academics in a very good way. And we've been very successful uh, both on the court, but also um, in getting players to uh, buy in academically here and also graduate. Um, our league, like you said, the GNAC is very spread out. It's, it's the most spread out conference in the nation um, in division two. So travel is significant. I mean, we travel to Alaska, uh, Canada, Washington, Idaho, and Oregon just in our league schedule. So, I mean, that's obviously expensive, but uh, it's a great league. The co competition is very good. We play a lot of schools that are much bigger than us in enrollment, but um, being the only 
uh, NCAA Division II school in Montana is a, a very special thing that we take seriously. And then with travel, um, it just gives an opportunity to, for teams to bond. And um, it's great to visit a lot of those cities. We're lucky that uh, we, we fly by air um, for our conference schedule because those would be uh, some pretty brutal uh, bus trips uh, and it actually just would not be possible. So um, it's a great league and uh, uh, every year it seems top to bottom is just so competitive. For sure. So, you know, during your coaching career, you've had some very successful years with the uh, Yellow Jackets. So talk about in particular that year that you guys went to the Elite Eight for Division Two. What was that ride like as the head coach? It was really a, an unbelievable experience, Mitch. Um, we've had we had some really good teams before that, too, especially uh, uh, 2010 was a team that went to regionals, won, won a league championship, but that was very good, uh, to, I think 2006. 2014 was my most talented team ever. We had a couple key knee injuries late in that season, but we were still able to make it to the Sweet 16 that year um, and just missed going to the uh, Elite Eight by, by uh, losing a close game at, at, uh, in, in California. Uh, but the the 2017-18 team that went to the Elite Eight was really a, um, a very good team. Um, all year we were very good. I mean, we think we finished fourth in our league, but we, we knew inside that we were even better than that. And unfortunately, we just uh, went 0-6 during the regular season against the three teams above us. Um, we were able to beat the other teams consistently, but when we got to the tournament, uh, we began to turn that around and we won a lot of close games over, uh, you know, the, the three, two, three week period there, uh, beating the, uh, the one, two and three seeds in on successive days up in Anchorage to win the GNAC. And then uh, we were seeded seventh out of eighth and we beat uh, Hawaii Pacific who had beaten us earlier in the year by a lot. Uh, the University of San Diego, the number one ranked team, and then we beat Anchorage, the number two ranked team. And uh, all in close games, uh, definitely were considered upsets on paper, but we just got a lot of confidence. Once we got one or two of those wins in, in a close game, um, we uh, just uh, really got on a hot streak. And we were led by Alicia Green, who was you know, the player of the year in our league. Uh, Riley Kane from Red Lodge uh, was our point guard. She had a great uh, postseason. Alicia was from Shoto. So mm -hmm. we had, had a lot of uh, Montana high school girls on our team, which was exciting for the community and also our state. And it was just a, a terrific ride. Uh, the Elite Eight was really something special, especially when you consider, uh, I think the number is there are 312 teams in Division II women's basketball. So, wow great time i had a great staff great players and uh um hopefully we can do something like that again soon for sure so you kind of walked me into a couple more questions there um so alicia breen is now on your staff what has it been like to have her come on as a coach alicia's just a very talented uh player and coach i mean she really cares about uh the the people that she coaches uh yeah, it's really one of the uh, <clears throat> foundations of our of our program. We want to build relationships uh, 
you know, player to coach, et cetera, there that, uh, and try to develop trust and on the court and off the court. Uh, we don't have a large staff. It's usually just Alicia and me. We might have a GA sometimes or a part-time coach. Um, and, and I love that part there, but she's transitioned well. It's not easy to move directly from player to coach, but um, I think she, she did that well. And now she just continues to get better. Um, one thing I try to uh, tell her and I live, live myself is that you can never really sit and think that you, you know it all in this thing. We're always trying to get better, both uh, X's and O's wise, also um, the mental side of the game, whatever. There's, there's ways to improve, but uh, she's, a, she's a, a great assistant coach. Uh, I think she'll be a tremendous head coach someday. And um, I'm just fortunate to have her. For sure. And it's awesome because, I mean, she's one of the MSUB greats when you talk about basketball in general. Her name comes up and it's awesome that she's back with the program. And like you said, transitioned right away to that. For sure. So um, my next question is actually about a recruit that you haven't come in this year, Caitlin Grossman, who is one of the best players in the state last year for high school. How neat is it to get someone that was one of the best in Montana to come to the program? Oh, it's great to get the local talent to uh, come uh, come here. I mean, uh, Caitlin being from Billings West, uh, Shayla Montague, a very good player, uh, returning starter of ours, is also from Billings West. Uh, we've had uh, key players that come from from Billings and and locally. So Caitlin just represents another one. Uh, she's a tremendous uh, person, great student. And uh, she's just uh, very athletic and versatile. She's, she uh, was a three sports star at West High in both uh, basketball, volleyball, and track, and uh, is going to be a, a very uh, key player for us in our program. But um, I've known Caitlin for a few years before and uh, was fortunate that she decided that she wanted to stay uh, close to home and, and compete in basketball because she definitely had the ability to, to go out of state and actually play, play other sports if she wanted to. So uh, we're, we're just real pleased that she picked us and she's doing a great job so far. That's awesome. So where do you see the Yellow Jackets being this year? Well, I think uh, we have on paper uh, a really good team. I mean, uh, all five of our, the people that we, we started late in our season, we made it to the uh, GNAC semifinals, uh, had a 20 and 13 overall record last year when you include exhibitions. Um, and we finished uh, in the top four in our league and then lost in the semis to Western Washington, who actually advanced all the way to the national championship last year before losing. Um, so we return, uh, three all-conference players and Taryn Shelley, who was an All-American. She'll be a senior this season. Um, because of COVID, a lot of these players got an extra year, so right. that makes them more experience. Uh, Carrie Ann Kunkel is another senior. She was second team all-conference uh, last year. She's from Hamilton, whereas uh, Taryn is from the Seattle area. And then Courtney Nelson was an honorable mention all-conference player as a freshman last year, and she's from Scobie. And uh, so those three uh, got postseason awards, but then we have other players. Uh, 
you know, that saw lots of time. Uh, one, I referred to Shayla Montague earlier. Uh, Shayla is a multi-year starter. She'll be a junior from West High. And we have uh, uh, just much more uh, experience coming back from Diani Boyce from Winifred. Um, Danny Zahn is recovering from an injury. She was a starting point guard late in the season before she got hurt. She'll be a junior. She's from Florence Aspen-Gisi from Fort Benton gave us some great minutes and Chloe Williams too. And then uh, Natalie Andreas um, from Yakima. So that, that's a real experienced group. And then with our three freshmen, we just think uh, that are coming in, which um, are Caitlin, as we talked about, and also Madeline um, Hagem from Winifred State Championship, and then Bailey Saylor from the runner-up AA team, Hellgate. Uh, we just think we have, you know, the uh, ability to uh, have a good team. One other player I forgot was another senior that plays point guard for us, Skylar Patton, who's from Houston, Texas, also played at Gillette Junior College. But uh, we have we have a lot of talent. I really like the way they treat each other and get along. And you want to you got to have some luck. We got to stay healthy. But I, I think we're going to be in the uh, thick of our conference race. And anytime you can be one of the top teams in our league, if you can get out of our league to the region, you can really make some noise. So hopefully it's going to be a great season. For sure. So you mentioned a lot of your players are from Montana. Is that kind of by design or is that just what happened with this group that you have happened to have a lot of talent in Montana? Um, I, I don't know if it's by design necessarily. It's just, it's something that's worked for us. I think um, Scott Breen did an uh, article once or told me that uh, after 17 or 18 years, this is the start of year 19, but approximately 80% of our players have been from Montana. So um, I think part of that's, I, you know, like I said, I was my first 10 years in coaching of women's basketball. We're in as a high school coach here. So a lot of those relationships um, with coaches around the state began. Um, and, you know, I believe in the, uh, the coaching and the level of player that comes out of Montana. So it's, it's just worked for us. Mm -hmm. It's not that we necessarily say we have to have, but it just kind of goes that way. We've had a couple of years where all 100% of our team's been there. And we've had this year, we have four out of states and nine in states, but uh, um, we do recruit. We have players of double A, single A, B, and C in Montana. So it's just trying to find uh, uh, first, we just recruit locally and then kind of regionally and try to find the best players we can. And then once they get here, it's, it's, uh, are up to us to mold them into a team. For sure. So, you know, when you're out looking for recruits, who would you say is your ideal yellow jacket basketball recruit? That's a good question. I mean, you know, we look for some, a few things. One, you know, as you develop a relationship with a recruit, you, you really want them to have a high character and, and that they're going to be committed to being a student athlete at your school. Um, and if they want to if they stay in your program, uh, I want them to know that uh, we expect them to graduate and and be be ready for life after college and basketball. So that's something you know that you want to make sure that they understand that that's a, a goal of mine, and I need them to be on that same page with that. 
We also need people that are going to have a great work ethic because it becomes a job when you get to college basketball. It's, it's not all fun and games. It's, uh, there's some hard work uh, physically and mentally, and it's, uh, your, your schedule is very demanding. And, and so you've got to have that love for the game and work ethic to get through that. Um, also want people that are, will put their team first, and that's easily said than done, easier said than done. Um, but I expect us to uh, really care about everybody on our team, no matter who plays the most, makes the most shots. It's important we do that. And of course, uh, then you have to have ability and um, you know, have to fit into the system that we kind of want to, to coach, but uh, we need players that are versatile. That helps a lot. Sometimes we need people to play inside, outside or combinations or maybe a point guard, two guard. One year you might be the two because there's somebody that's, plays a lot of minutes one and that you want to get through time and then later you may move to the other position so I think some versatility there um, is important but obviously talent is uh, is a key ingredient there but uh, and then just trying to let our program help us recruit if we're there's success on and off the court um, hopefully then your uh, people will see that and maybe want to uh, explore your program and eventually maybe come here. For sure. For sure. So then the yellow jackets, obviously in the GNAC do not have a close team rivalry, but we have Rocky that's uh, in town and I know they're not division two with the yellow jackets, but what is that rivalry like between the two crosstown schools? Uh, the rivalry is great. I mean, just, you know, be so close a mile apart. It has nothing to do with D2 versus NAIA. There's, there's teams in both that can easily beat the other team. And like, I've, I've beaten Rocky and they've beaten me. I don't, I don't get into that. Uh, we've beaten the Bobcats before and they've beaten us. I mean, different things. It's just the proximity of your school being an inner city uh, clash is, is good. It's good for Billings that we play twice a year, once at each place. And we, we enjoy that uh, a lot. And it really, the records don't matter. It's just, it, it always uh, comes out with uh, great intensity and um, it's, it's a lot of fun. We have a lot of respect for them and uh, we'll continue to uh, play them. And I think, I think it's good for the Billings community and our players. I mean, Rocky's going to have players that are more than likely at least some of their players from Montana and so some of our players will have competed against them or, or, or even friends with them or t former teammates. So I think it's a, it's a win-win. For sure. So then you bringing up the Bobcats led, lead me to another question. You played a ridiculously competitive game with them. I believe it was last year at the brick. What was that game like? Well, it was really, it was it was a great game. It was real important because we just had gotten off. We, we hadn't played very well the previous, I don't know, 10 or 12 days, whether it was, I think we had come off losing two or three in a row. We'd lost two games in over Thanksgiving. And, um, and it doesn't bother me that we had lost uh, maybe in South Dakota at this tournament, but we knew that we didn't play very well. So it was kind of really we uh, then all of a sudden you have to go to the Bobcats uh, who are going to be um, one of the top big sky teams again, as they later proved and went all the way to the, uh, they won the league again and went to the right. tournament before losing to Stanford. Um, but we played a 
very inspired that night and and uh, the game was close throughout uh, and we actually had uh, a chance to win in the last minute of regulation um, and it went to overtime during overtime we fouled out a couple key players and um, I just kept getting uh, really good performances from a lot of people went into double overtime before we lost really close ones so I think despite the loss um, it, it gave us some confidence. We started to play better uh, from, from that point on, at least more consistent. We had a very young team, and uh, I think that experience was, was really uh, crucial to the, some of the later success that we had. For sure. There are some losses that even though you lose in the loss column, it's a win you know, for the season and for the team. I think that definitely counts as one for sure. Very true. For sure. Well, hey, um, is there any last thing that you want to maybe say if there's a someone that's looking for a college basketball to maybe get them to, I don't know, I guess try to give your pitch for yellow, yellow jacket basketball? Well, I, you know, I, I, I don't like to really toot our horn too much there. I just rather let what we try to do on and off the court speak for itself. But um, I think uh, I'm proud to use now for 28 years, basically half of my life. When people ask me where I'm from, I'm going to say I'm from Billings because I've lived there longer than I have anywhere else. Uh, so the product that we put out on the court uh, is very important to me. I'm going to work as hard as I can and then try to um, in, in, uh, develop my, my staff and my team uh, to the best of my ability. Um, we're a smaller school, um, but I think we, ha we have a high level of basketball and our players come here and we've been able to compete at a high level and, and they graduate. So if uh, uh, somebody wants to, to do that, I think it can be, you know, a, a great experience for everybody. But uh, we're going to do things the, the right way and and continue to try to make Billings proud. And I've been just very fortunate to work with all the great players and staff uh, and people, you know, here, as well as uh, when I was a high school coach. Like I said, I, I love Billings and, and uh, we're looking forward to a great season and hopefully uh, many more. Awesome. Well, hey, I want to thank you so much, Coach Wooden, for coming on and talking about Yellow Jacket basketball. It's been great to have you on. Thanks, Mitch. You take care. You too. Hey guys, Mitch here with Wide Left Sports, and do I have a company I would love to highlight for you. It's called Big Sky Customs. They make lifelike figurines of your playing days, which I think is awesome because every single person, once they're done with their playing days, they miss it. And um, how cool would it be to have a lifelike figurine to commemorate that? And I mean, Rob goes down to the very minute details about it. It's awesome. And the best part is it's out of Montana. Um, so, yeah, if you want to get one ordered, just go to his Facebook page, Big Sky Customs, and start a conversation with him about it. And hopefully you enjoy your lifelike figurine from Big Sky Customs.